This is episode 30, 51. 51. <laughs> <laughs> we just went back in time. We did. <laughs> All right. Welcome. <laughs> hey, everyone. So this is we're reading dirty books and i'm kalina and i'm saylet i like how i always point at myself when i say that i'm kalina because the podcast it's very important (laughs) that people understand that i'm me so that they know yes they know look like it's me this person who's pointing at herself yes (laughs) (laughs) that's kalina if you guys didn't see it, that's your fault. You should have been paying attention. Why weren't you watching? Why weren't you watching? <laughs> the audio-only podcast. So if it sounds like we are in a cave right now, it's because we are. We built a fort. We <laughs> built a fort. Okay, we are 37? 37. We're 37-year-old women sitting in a fucking blanket fort and it's amazing like the most excited i've been it's so cool our recording studio got booked up to uh there was some confusion with schedule there was some snow yeah somebody was sick yeah so it was just a lot and we just needed to do a recording so yep so we built a blanket fort at my house oh my god it's amazing so we're back in kalina's room but at her new house underneath a fucking blanket fort so this is amazing so hopefully it sounds good yeah if not it sounds like I think we sound like we're in a cave, which is amazing. So, no. <laughs> um, we are a uh, podcast who reads and discuss paranormal romance novels, mm-hmm. and we're here for a Valentine's Day special. Yay! Special Valentine's special. Day episode. Yes. So happy Valentine's Day to I don't know when you before and after. everyone and yeah. I guess I think this might be before, just a little bit before, a little bit before. If not, hope you had a good Valentine's Day. <laughs> It's around the day around at the some time. point. Yes. Yeah. So we read The Dragonlings, Very Special Valentine by S.E. Smith, narrated by David Brennan. Mm-hmm. And Kalina is going to do our clip So for us. this is a little bit unusual for us because we sought out a specific, you know, Valentine's Day story so we could talk about it. Mm-hmm. And this is a series we haven't read any books in yet. And we jumped right into basically a book in between nine and ten. And <laughs> yeah. gosh, it's, it's kind of labeled book 9.75 of the series. <laughs> nice. So it's a really well-established series. The characters all have had their own backstories, Mm -hmm. (laughs) their individual standalone novels that we haven't read. Yeah. And so we're just like, let's see what this world's about. Let's jump right in the Um, middle. Welcome. (laughs) Welcome to the Dragon Lords of Valdir. (laughs) I will say this sounds like a fascinating uh, world, and I'm really excited to probably some point go back and read book one and kind of get more of an introduction to it, because we don't get a lot. This is just a novella. It's really short piece where they just wanted to have the characters that you're familiar with, if you are part of the story, experience Valentine's Day. So uh, we follow a bunch of dragonlings. So we're on the world Valdir and the couples from previous books all have children, little dragonlings, little half-human, half-dragon babies, I think, (laughs) if I understand. (laughs) I could be wrong. Some of them, there's one that's a tiger. Uh, (laughs) And so they tell stories every month to the kids, and one of the ladies who is originally from Earth tells a story of Valentine's Day and how important Valentine's Day is to the people of Earth. And so the kids get really excited because there's a lonely woman living in a house on Earth, (laughs) 
and a lonely dragon lord whose heart is stone, and they need to get together and fix each other's hearts yes. for Valentine's Day. So they obviously, they take this very seriously, mm-hmm. and like it's a real true story and not just a, you know, a, a yeah. Valentine's Day it story. It ends up being a real story. Yes. So they have weird magical powers or powers for this world where one of the little j- dragons can create portals, and so she portals all the little kids while the parents are asleep. <laughs> all the kids go off to Earth Mr. by themselves. <laughs> Little dragons. <laughs> and they just show up on Earth and they start talking to people. <laughs> <laughs> and naturally, they luckily find the lady, the lonely lady in the house. It, it's Sandra. So she is living in this house by herself. From an early age, she was diagnosed with retinitis pigmentosa, I think. Retinitis pigmentosa, which basically meant her eyesight would deteriorate over her life and she'd end up blind pretty early. So she knew this was coming, but, you know, she sought to live the best life she could. She was married. And then as her sight deteriorated in her 40s, her husband decided he couldn't put up with it. So he divorced her. And so she is now blind, mostly blind. She can see like shapes and stuff Mm -hmm. and living alone in a house and she's kind of struggling with that. Mm-hmm. Um, 20 years of being married to then all of a sudden leave. Once you know someone's <laughs> going to be blind and it starts happening, that I sucks know. real bad. He seems pretty much like a jerk. Um, and then there's also Jarek, who is the dragon warrior. Uh, he is on a spaceship and trying to go back to Valdir to do some kind of, like, give a report or something to his king. Spaceship. Mm-hmm. Oh, dragons have spaceships <laughs> in this <laughs> book. Spaceships, guys. This is awesome. So these dragons come from another world, and they use spaceships for interplanetary travel. And I am excited to learn more about that, <laughs> because I always wanted to combine sci-fi with... Uh, uh, fantasy. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> so I got dragons on a spaceship, and that's I think right. that's pretty fucking cool. We got it. We got it. <laughs> and during his transport, he's trying to transport back to Valdir. He gets somehow accidentally transported to Earth, where he naturally finds Sandra. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and the dragonlings are trying to explain to both characters that they need to open their hearts to each other and not be afraid and like because they are meant to be they're mm-hmm. fated mates mm-hmm. of course the parents eventually wake up their kids are gone they're not anywhere in sight all their children have gone every single one of them that's a little terrifying those naughty naughty dragons well i guess tighter. there's a couple of the really young ones that are still there there's the baby there's, a, there's baby a baby and a set of twins that doesn't go how many there were there's, like three sets there's of twins. three sets of twins I think that I could Shit. follow. We had a little bit of trouble following the names and stuff yeah. because, like I said, we haven't read any of the books. Mm-hmm. The assumption for this story is they're not going to give you the whole background because no. they assume you've S. C. Read Smith assumes you've books. read it. Who start? Who starts at book nine point seven five? We do. <laughs> we fucking do because we needed a Valentine's Day book. Yeah, the cover looked so cute. Oh, so cute. Yeah. I mean, in concept, it's adorable. Yeah. These funny little dragon-human hybrid babies mm-hmm. go off on an adventure and lead their parents. So so all the male dragons who are not from Earth, there's one who's like apparently was an Earth, uh, was born on Earth, who understands Valentine's Day. But all the other ones end up following the kids to Earth and buying Valentine's Day presents yeah. for their spouses and like mm-hmm. bringing home all of these gifts and cards and making mm-hmm. stuff. And like they get to experience Valentine's Day for the first time because they didn't really know about it on Valdir. And it's a really cute story. Mm-hmm. And of course, Sandra and Jarek fall in love and she comes back to Valdir with him. And Oh, her- I missed that part. Was that, that at the very, very end? Well, yeah. Or- yeah, okay. she comes back with him uh, okay. through the portal. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> okay, this book was four hours long, so I shouldn't have missed it, but I no. did. No. 
Sorry. There was one thing I think we should note. We did an audio of this, and I think maybe that wasn't a good choice. You think maybe we should have read it? I think we should have read it. Mm-hmm. Um, Essie Smith does a verbal trick for the kids where they have speech impediments. And I think on a page, that could probably <laughs> sound pretty cute. Like, because you'd read it in your own voice, and it would be up to you how strong or how weak yeah. that is. Yeah. David Brennan did a great job, but his kids' voices with the speech impediment impediment and the added (laughs) S's and the, like, child vernacular was rough. It was. That was my least favorite part of this. I liked him as the adult. He was a great narrator. Just not so much as how the kids were written. The way they spoke made it very hard to follow what they were saying. And because it was audio, you didn't have the verbal cues of reading the words Mm -hmm. and like automatically reading them correctly. Yeah. (laughs) Because I know that's how I read. Like I will correct those and just be like, I know what you're getting at, but I'm going to read this in a non-childlike tone of voice. In the beginning, it was real cute. Like, it was sure. just like, oh, they have a... But then it increased later on as they started talking, and then everything was plural. And I just couldn't, I couldn't handle it anymore. Well, and there's, I think, like, eight or ten children... Yeah, there are... That are all talking at different points in the story. And they all speak that And they way. all have the speech thing. <laughs> It was a little much. So, yeah. I think that made it not as great of an experience as we probably would have had if we had just done a different it, yeah. version. The story was good. Yeah, like I the, mean, it was the, cute. The premise of the whole thing. We was knew good. it was going to be cute. Yeah. It was going to be yeah. this adorable mm-hmm. adventure, Valentine's adventure. And of course, there's the love story. Yeah. We got Jarek and Sandra together. Now she, you know, is, gets to go off and live on a f- world with dragons. Yay! Like, what better thing to do if you, you know, yeah. think your life is over and you're just going to, like, slowly be blind? and live alone, alone talking to your cat. She did take her cat with her yes, to Valdir. I do like that. I like that a lot. And one of the one of the boys uh, wanted to keep the cat mm-hmm. and was trying to talk his mom into letting him get a cat. <laughs> So that was fun. Yeah. I am intrigued by this series, and I would definitely like to go read book one. I think we should put it on our list, especially if it's an audio book. I think that would be yeah. easy to listen to. And if it's especially if it's uh, read by David. I really yeah. liked I liked his... Uh, I think he did a great job. Yeah. There you know. It reminded me a lot of um, when he first started... Max uh, Belmont yes, from uh, Max, the Mel- Lords of the Underworld yes. series. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Which I enjoyed. So mm-hmm. that was cool. So yeah. So that's the story. And from there, we're going to jump into just kind of making this a special Valentine's Day episode where mm-hmm. we talk a lot about Valentine's and, you know, kind of try to tie it to the book. Otherwise, I don't know. Dragons are cute. Dragons are cute. <laughs> the whole time I was thinking of the dragons from My Little Pony. Yeah. There's one dragon in there. I think his name is Spike. And I was like, that's all I could think about. Oh. Where every single one of these i had to think of them in dragon form because when you think about (laughs) cute little characters speaking in bad broken broken plural (laughs) english (laughs) (laughs) everything had an s's behind it and okay as a mom who's real strict on how their kids speak it was harder for me like it was just hard for me to listen to i'm like why aren't these parents correcting the way that they're speaking but aside from that I had to. They're dragons. They are little dragons. So the whole time they were cartoon dragons in my head, and they were fucking adorable. So we are going to make this a special. I mean, it's going to be a huge, just really big kiss and tell about, um, Valentine's, about Valentine's Day and our own stories and our own things, mm-hmm. and we'll try to tie in different points of the book and stuff. So we met Essie um, very briefly at Shameless. So yeah, and yeah. we talked to her at Shameless. Mm-hmm. It was nice. Yeah, and we'll, we'll be uh, excited to get back into some dragons and we love dragons. Yeah, I we mean, shit, love they're one of my 
my favorite characters. Yeah. Dragon shifters are awesome. And I've never met a dragon shifter that also had a spaceship. Spaceship. They but do. now I know. <laughs> I really want to know about this world <laughs> that they come from and how they have such advanced technology and are also dragons. Right? Yeah. Good. Sweet. All right. So I think we can start off mm-hmm. with um, sharing some Valentine stories cool. that we've had. <laughs> we may or may not have any. <laughs> in these categories but um find something to talk about so first let's start off with our worst valentine's experience experience ever day ever (laughs) i'm just gonna keep trailing that along just more (laughs) words (laughs) until you say something i don't know i've got to think about it (laughs) well i've got one okay yes you go while you think about sure so this was early on in my relationship with dan we have been together for almost 18 years we'll have been married 16 years in february so one valentine's day this is we were young 2019 i don't know how old we were we we decided to have a valentine's celebration he and i and his best friend and his little brother yeah, you could already see where this is fucking going, right? Like, I, I, I'm i not really that, like, I've never been that girl that's like, me, 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 me. I mm-hmm. want special everything treatment. Sure. I want cards and roses and chocolates. They're nice. Mm-hmm. But what we did on this fucking Valentine's Day was went to his parents' house, and I sat and watched them play Civ the whole time on valentine's day civilization i watched them play Civ on valentine's day i was like we couldn't even go out to eat or something because that's the other thing you need to fucking feed me if you want me to be happy i need food (laughs) i need food and so (laughs) so they weren't even feeding me and then they made me sit and watch them fucking play Civ. so i very loudly very loudly expressed how annoyed i was to it might have been to you guys for all i know i have no idea it was on an email or it was on a text or something like that and i was just like yeah i'm sitting here with dan and chris and peter and they're playing video games on fucking valentine's day this is the worst i hate it i don't be here now i hate valentine's day and then i just became oh, yeah. extra oh yeah <laughs> got got extra go mad. <laughs> valentine's day sucks it doesn't suck valentine's day is fine nothing is wrong with you valentine's day but that was my worst yeah. That sounds pretty bad. I don't have anything like epically bad. I've never had like a misfire of a Valentine's Day. I just have a lot of like non-memorable, like just Mm -hmm. nothing happens on them. (laughs) I think it's one of those holidays where it's kind of like New Year's in my world where the expectations are just too high. You're never going to be what you want it to be. Uh So it's easier to just have no expectations or to really like plan something else, Yeah, you know, that'll make you happy instead of assuming it's going to go perfectly for you Mm -hmm. because i just think it just isn't bound to no no you can't have those expectations for something like that unless you guys are all on the same level yeah Yeah. and i think communication helps a lot of times movies and books help most of the shit we Mm -hmm. read like the whole time in this book the characters were doing it in secret for their wives and like i think that teaches women (laughs) to have expectation Uh that men are running around doing secret shit for us (laughs) and then the day comes and you're like oh I didn't tell him I wanted anything. I just assumed he would know exactly right. what was in my mind and do it for me. Mm-hmm. And then we get disappointed and it's not really their fault. And yeah. I have, I'm like, that's a definitely thing I'm working mm-hmm. on. I think I've mentioned on this podcast my 16th birthday. Yes. And how. Surprise <laughs> like, birthday. This, 
<laughs> so this goes back in history mm-hmm. 20 fucking years to where I just assume that everyone thinks the way I do and knows certain things are supposed to be like yep. surprises. Mm-hmm. And then when the days come and the surprise doesn't happen, it's like fucking crushing. Uh, oh. <laughs> so I'm real working on like, no, if I don't say that I want something, yeah. I shouldn't assume that they're going to try something. Right. I do a lot of surprise things for people like and keep secrets things yeah. from people because that's, again, that's how my head works. Yes. And so it makes sense to me. Like, our 30th birthdays. Mm-hmm. Do you remember? Yes. <laughs> so without I telling do. any friends. And they were great. <laughs> or doing anything. I just it. made the decision that for everyone's 30th birthday, they were going to get a box of 30 little things to open throughout the month of their birthday. I still have stickers, <laughs> beads. Just random little random. shit things ra- wrapped up in, you know. It was so And I did it for cute. everyone in our group for their 30th. Yep. And so it's stuff like that that... But I know I can't expect that out of anyone else if I don't verbalize what I want. Because it's yeah. not fair. That you, just because I think things like that. That <laughs> everybody mean, else, else is going to think. Yeah, because I sure as hell. I mean, like, we didn't <laughs> do any. And, you know, like. It and of course, mine's the first one. So yeah. obviously no one did anything. <laughs> We're just terrible. Because I was just like, watch me upstage all you bitches and on you did. your birthday. You absolutely did. <laughs> Yep. It's so funny because we'll for, you'll set the pace for your birthday and you, we'll be like, oh, yeah, we should have done something. So I have an epic birthday because of you. <laughs> and then Jimmy, we forget a well, little bit. Well, she's not here. She's, it's she's not here. But then Emily, we totally fucking space hers because she's like seven months younger than us, way further away. So like for her, it's just kind of like, all right, look, bitch, we're already getting ready for our next birthday. <laughs> You're much younger, than, not much, but you're younger than us, yeah. and we've already forgotten you. So, just kidding, just kidding, Em. If you're listening, I mean, we I have mean, we lately. <laughs> <laughs> but you're right. You have to communicate that expectation, and you can't get mad at them if they're not going to do no. something. Well, and everyone, appro- I mean, like birthdays and Valentine's mm-hmm. Day, everyone approaches it differently. Absolutely. My birthday's always been special because of its relationship to Christmas. Mm-hmm. It's two days after Christmas. And that my mom was very cognizant my whole childhood of growing up that that sucks. Being born yep. between Christmas and New Year's is like the fuck. Uh, somebody on one of the podcasts I listened to just called it the taint of <laughs> the year. And I like cry because I'm like, that's my birthday. It's so, but it's so <laughs> It true. is the taint. Like, no one gives a fuck that way. Because it is like, we just finished Christmas, we got to get to New Year's, and then the new fucking year can start. (laughs) No one gives a fuck about that week. And I was like, that's my birthday. It is. (laughs) So, so she always made it special. Like, I did. You didn't share Christmas with birthday. I didn't share it. She made it, like, its Mm -hmm. own thing. And birthdays were important. Mm -hmm. And and because I have learned my lesson. Yes. (laughs) And don't expect other people to do things for my birthday. Mm -hmm. I will plan things for my, if I want something, I'll be like, this is what I'm planning. Everyone come over here and do this and do, you know, Mm -hmm. Or meet me at this place and we're going to go to a restaurant or whatever I want. I have to make it a thing because no one's going to do it for me. So that's why. And like, I think Emily doesn't care as much. No, and so she, she doesn't, care. it's not that she expects us to do it for her. She just, it's not as big a deal to her. So yeah. she doesn't make a big deal out of it. So we mostly don't do anything for her birthday <laughs> ever. <laughs> ever. <laughs> it's true. It's true. Well, and my birthday falls in February, which is also around valentine's day well sort of and then our anniversary is on that day too or on and his birthday oh yeah and his birthday. they're all you picked one month for your whole entire we did, thing and i was really hoping that the boys were going to be born in february because you hate life i wanted it to be very hard okay and difficult and yeah <laughs> 
but you didn't get your wish. Instead, they I got did. the other month that's already full right. of shit. I know. <laughs> December. But it is before Christmas. It's so before, but it's bit. still... Yeah, I'm cognizant of that too, though. Like, I do really try to make that a point of don't mix up the Christmas and the birthdays. They already have to share their birthdays together because they're twins, which is fine. Sharing birthdays is fine. I shared my birthday with my brother my whole life. He's Mm -hmm. three days, well, he's two years, but three days older than three days and two years older than me. Mm -hmm. So we always shared a birthday whenever we had parties and stuff, which is fine. That's not a problem. But I think there is a big difference with sharing, having to share it with a different holiday that customarily gives gifts as well Mm -hmm. so when you're getting a christmas gift it should just be christmas Mm -hmm. versus getting this is for your birthday and for christmas Mm -hmm. that's pretty shitty it is pretty shitty it happens a lot (laughs) yeah it does but only by people who are usually they're like more extended family or yeah family friends which it's fine like it doesn't happen like my mom laid the law down on that oh one, yeah and it was like the family didn't do that because <laughs> she's like that's not Good gonna fly with mom. my no she had this unlock i actually would have been interested to see because my due date was the 20th so what she would have done if i'd been born before christmas because mm. it's harder you know she she used my birthday as an excuse to take christmas down on the 26th but i think secret she loves the idea that she just gets to <laughs> wrap it up as soon as christmas is over she wraps that she, shit yep it is down it's away it's clean the house is clean and back to normal nice. <laughs> like, she takes it down i could see her doing that but you can't wait to like if i'd been born on the 20th or 21st you can't oh, no. wait to put christmas up till nope. after that that's crazy yeah so i don't know what she would have done if i had been born when i was supposed to be <laughs> i think she lucked out with my birthday <laughs> that's so funny i didn't realize you were you were a week late yeah i like waited that. until two foot of snow fell <laughs> And yes. I was like, now I will arrive. <laughs> <laughs> the snow has fallen and the roads are shit. <laughs> this will be epic. <laughs> this is going to be great. Oh, my God. Yeah. I was born in an ambulance. Oh. And yeah. route to the hospital. But oh. it was sunny California. Yeah. So. Mm. Yeah. It's not as exciting. No. There's just way more exciting. (laughs) Two feet of snow. Two feet of snow. Roads were ruts. 82 is a rough year for snow. It was the blizzard of 82. The blizzard of 82. (laughs) That's when I was born. Exactly, that's what it was. The people here know what that is. They exactly know what that is. (laughs) Anyway, so yeah, so that's, okay. Yeah. That was a fun story. Yeah, and Dan and I aren't particularly, like, romantic either, so that was a learn like that was the only time where i was expecting something more and it was early on in our relationship mm-hmm. um but since then i'm like nah yeah i think we kind of well you don't have to do much that. but i think maybe playing games with your brother and best friend while your girlfriend watches isn't like <laughs> that's a pretty like that's a good any other day pick something else for valentine's right. day just one of just do something different yeah because i can literally different. watch the two of you play video games anytime you know like right. Exactly. I mean, I don't fucking want to. Well, no, nobody but I wants can to. If it was the day before, it's not or actually after. fun. <laughs> sure. Yeah. But not on a day that's supposed to be meant for mm-hmm. other things besides your girlfriend watching you play video games. Yeah. It doesn't matter now, and and even now, like we don't really have, we don't do mm-hmm. anything, you know. And I don't. The only time I ask for flowers is for Thanksgiving, and I ask for flowers for Thanksgiving because I used to buy flowers for Dan's mom mm-hmm. for every year for Thanksgiving, mm-hmm. and I did that from the very very beginning when I start, when I first joined their Thanksgivings. Mm-hmm. So she was always very thankful for that, you know. And mm-hmm. she she was just like, "You do this for me every year." I was like, "Well, you cook us dinner every year. Let's, you know, yeah, this is how." I can well, it helps make the table pretty yeah. and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. And so when she passed, 
that tradition stopped. Well, because I was the one who bought the flowers. And mm-hmm. so I did for one year buy my own flowers. But this year, I finally had to ask Jan. I said, on your way home, can you stop and get some flowers? I really want them for our table. And it reminds me of your mom. Yeah. And he's like, absolutely. And that's exactly what you just said. We have to communicate it. You have to ask for it. Otherwise, mm-hmm. and it's not because Dan's a dick. No. It's just not something they think it's fine. And his, it's, not a, his, it's not an expectation. It's not in his brain the same way it's right. in your brain. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah, you just have to ask for those things. Yeah. So it's hard. Because again, we read and watch a lot of <laughs> shit that tells us we don't have to ask for shit right. because it comes to us magically right. out of the ether of romance. <laughs> <laughs> And then we went up with a lot of pissed off, disappointed uh, women going, where's my magical flower right, that you no, were supposed right? to know I wanted? <laughs> <laughs> Don't let that lead the way you do your relationships. No. Communication is the biggest, biggest thing you have to talk to your yeah. significant other. Yeah. Otherwise, shit ain't gonna work. No. No one is mind readers. We okay. don't have telepathy. <laughs> Sorry. That's right. <laughs> uh, your Best. Best. Uh, best ever Thanksgiving, or now I don't know what holiday we're talking about. We did, I did go, give to Thanksgiving. Well, I talked about birthdays. I mean, like, we, we brought in everything. We did. We're like, let's New make Year's this a mashup. Um, yeah, that's true. We literally almost we every we holiday. Uh, my best ever Valentine's Day was about maybe five, six years ago now. Uh, I was living the house on Madison with John. John was just roommate, good friend, and we were both single. And so we did a Valentine's Day together where we cooked a really fancy beef wellingtons. We had this, I mean, beef wellington has to be prepared the night before. Oh. You have to start the process and the, yeah, it's it's intense. Wow. Um, and we did scalloped potatoes and asparagus and chocolate cake. And we just like, you know, we weren't going to make this a big thing that oh we're single and mm-hmm. no one loves us and we're sad <laughs> i mean we were really good friends and we could treat each other to found fancy valentine's and we got dressed up and we just sat in our home That's and drank amazing. wine and ate a fancy dinner and it was delightful it was really one of my favorites those are the best when you could just like get together with your best friend and just fucking dress up and stay home yeah. Do you remember that one year in our senior year of high school, we got dressed to go to the Grammys or the Emmys Oh, at shit. Jen's house? Yeah. We got dressed up like fancy ass dresses and we sat on the couch and fucking vegged out and watched the Grammys. That was the best. That was so good. That was so yeah, fun. Yeah, some award show. We dressed yeah, for the award show the and like the Grammys. stayed home. Yes. It was so good. See, those, those moments are yeah. good that sounds like a lot of fun i i can't think of one i can't and that's not anybody's fault no. i'm not blaming anybody um and then you did remember or mention while we were planning the episode that we did try to start a new tradition about <laughs> doing cupcakes <laughs> for valentine's day with just us and this was uh. probably about the time where emily was either pregnant or just had her first child and we she must say, I no, she either remember. was pregnant or it was the year before that was short-lived especially because i don't rem- i don't remember <laughs> i do not and it was at my house i don't it was, remember it, it at all so, <laughs> we love to create mm-hmm. traditions mm-hmm. and we've done a pretty good job with a handful of them yeah that have sustained the test of cookie time cookie day oh which we haven't planned. we need to plan cookie day cookie day <laughs> cookie day emily write this down <laughs> two months later yeah <laughs> 
Friends, I call it leftover Thanksgiving. Everybody else does friends. We call giving. it Friendsgiving. I like that ours is a little bit different than yeah. a traditional Friendsgiving because it's not a whole second meal. Like meal. it's not everyone doesn't cook for this meal. We it's the day after Thanksgiving and everyone just brings their leftovers. Yep. So it's it's, it's leftover Thanksgiving. It's the best <laughs> leftover Thanksgiving for your friends. For your friends. So we get to see everyone. No one has to make it. We usually make potatoes because no yeah. one ever has mashed potatoes no. left over. But you get to taste other people's Thanksgiving stuff that you don't have at yours. Mm-hmm. You know, it's weird frog eye salad or different cranberry relishes and dressings and mm-hmm. stuff. And it's fun. So I love that. Those are kind of our two most longstanding traditions. Yeah. But uh, one year, and I want to say, I want to say it was the year Emily and Ryan got engaged. Okay. And I had just been dumped. Mm-hmm. And so I was like trying really hard not to be all like. <laughs> Scrooge McDuck. <laughs> The whole fucking <laughs> because I was trying to be happy for you know Emily yeah. and I and we're planning a wedding and everything so I was like let's have a Valentine's Day tradition <laughs> and I think you guys just humored me <laughs> probably by getting together and letting me bake a bunch of cupcakes <laughs> we're like oh you're gonna bake for us <laughs> fuck yes we'll do this any day of the week <laughs> and then we decorated them with like pink and red hearts and stuff oh my god I really wish I remember <laughs> it's my house so I What's just don't. Your- I don't, yeah. Yeah. I'm sure it was fun. Obviously not fun enough to keep around. We definitely did, did not maintain that residence. <laughs> that was a one-off year. <laughs> and it was, yeah. Well, just... Valentine's Day is just around the corner. <laughs> well, from this recording, not from when you guys are listening, I think. I don't know. Uh, anyway. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. That was a fun year. That's a, I that's mean, a, that's a it wasn't, do. we don't remember it, so it wasn't that memorable. <laughs> We might just bring it back. Let's bring it back. Let's bring it back. Let's get together and make cupcakes. You okay there? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Sorry, I have cramps, so I keep I get- trying to find a position that doesn't hurt them. We are sitting on the floor in a tent. Yes. <laughs> yes, we are crammed on the floor next to <laughs> Kalina's, or this chair and the, her bed and the blanket a fort. A full of clothing. Yep, it's amazing. All right, so. Yeah. I, I, don't, I don't know. I don't know what else to talk about. <laughs> If you had to plan your best Valentine's, like, I know we just talked about how, like, don't make all these expectations because it doesn't ever work out. But what would you ideally think would make you the happiest? Honestly, I would want to be visited by a whole bunch of little dragon links. <laughs> well, yeah, obviously that. So I could speak to them correctly and tell them how to talk to me. Stop putting S's on behind everything you say. Like, as... Okay, now I'm going to go off on a tangent. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. But, like, the boys say cut it all the time. And I'm like, it's cut. It's not cutted. I don't think there's anything wrong with correcting your kid's speech. you got to teach them the right way to speak. Sure. Eventually they will learn. Eventually they will learn. I don't know how old or how young these little dragonlings are. And no. they're, they're fucking adorable in my head because they're cartoon characters. I would guess in the, like, five to six range. Right. Okay. Right? Because they were still, like, functioning. Sure. You know, they yeah. can't be too young. Cause no. <laughs> no. No, they can't be too Because then they would Right. And so, I mean, I think it's cute that they went on this adventure and they actually found this. They found the lonely they woman found this, and the, the dragon blind woman. <laughs> and they... They got them together. Yeah. And in a sense, they rescued them and got, brought yeah. them together. And, and that was real cute. Yeah, I, I got to step out of my fairy tale realm and get into something that's real life. Honestly, I just like to eat. Mm-hmm. So if you just provide me with a really nice dinner mm-hmm. someplace, I'd, I'd rather go to a restaurant than get cooked. Okay. Well, then get cooked. 
Well, good. <laughs> because I like to be served. Yeah. I'm a brat. It just, I, it, to me, I just like it better. Well, I do like it better. I hate it on Valentine's Day. Mm. Because there's too many people out. I think you get some of the worst food and service true. on Valentine's Day. Because, yeah, there's you know, instead of going when it's just, like, regular busy, it's now, like, overly busy. Yeah. And so the wait staff is like, whatever, I don't fucking care about I'm mm-hmm. working on Valentine's Day. So I, when, like, when Patrick and I have gone out, we've always done either the day before or after. That makes sense. <laughs> Instead of actually Valentine's Day, because it's a little, it's less busy. You can still go to a nice meal and not put up with all mm-hmm. the crap. Because mm-hmm. there is a lot of crap that goes along with eating out on Valentine's. It's like eating out on Mother's Day is the worst eating experience I've ever had. Oh, yeah. It's Every time we've, we we had to put a moratorium on it as a oh, family because yeah. it was terrible. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so No, it is. We're like, no. It is. Um, unless you go to a place that's a little bit more secluded, that has a little bit more of a private atmosphere like the Melting Pot does. Mm-hmm. So oh, like, I'm sure. Like if Dan takes me to there, and he usually does for Mother's Day, they'll usually put us in a booth where we can like fucking shut mm-hmm. off the curtain or yeah sit in our own little corner but like you said but if we go to a fucking regular restaurant well, or and there's, the menu at the melting pot's a little different too in the terms yeah, of like that's true it's just this shit you get to be it's fun yeah. fucking do it's yeah. not all this <laughs> other stuff that are maybe like they make a price fix menu or something special at other restaurants and then it's harder i don't know we've had some bad experiences I, so i just I hear you I, there. but i agree i'd like to i think going you know having a nice special like i want to have a couple of occasions throughout the year to get dressed up. Yeah. Like, I don't want to do it a lot. Do something. But I yeah. want something sparkly. I want to wear a sparkly dress at least, like, twice a year for yeah. a reason. And Valentine's Day is <laughs> so, a legitimate one. And yeah. I think Christmas, honestly. Like, a company Christmas party or something. Oh, uh, we don't have that. Oh, we don't either. No, but Comcast. <laughs> oh, yeah, they do. Because they're rich and head fancy. <laughs> they are. <laughs> But yeah, absolutely. Just to get dressed up and go somewhere nice. and It's just a little out of the routine. Mm-hmm. I like it. That's a new tradition we should start. We, we pick should. one fucking day of the year and go to a nice, fancy, almost sort of like we did. In Austin. No. No. <laughs> <laughs> no. When we ate on Market Street, not Market Street, Larimer. Oh, the dining under the st- yeah, al fresco. Yes, dining al fresco like, and Larimer. That was a nice uh, thing. That is, and we got. I mean, like we weren't fancy, fancy, but we all looked really nice and had a really, really good fancy dinner. Mm-hmm. I think we should do that once sure. a year, absolutely. If, if not that place, then you know they do different. it every summer. So yeah. don't yeah. tell anyone it's my secret. <laughs> It was perfect. I love that stuff. I do. Yeah. And yeah. I really like a good, just a couple excuses mm-hmm. throughout the year to have like, I'm going to wear fancy clothes. Absolutely. And Spanx. <laughs> <laughs> and Spanx. Any opportunity I get to wear my cat hat, it's my favorite. So. But you wear your cat hat a lot. All the time. Okay. <laughs> all the time. I can't in the summer because then I'll die of heat exhaustion or heat stroke or whatever. <laughs> So there's that. This isn't going to be a long episode. It was a novella and it's uh, just wanted to. Yeah. We need talk to talk about Valentine's. Talk about Valentine's Day. Do you have any hilarious Valentine's Day stories? No. I'm really surprised that I don't. I don't know why. I think it's funny. I don't remember the cupcakes. <laughs> <laughs> this is about it. I tried to watch Inglorious Bastards with a boyfriend on once. Valentine's Day. Yeah. Oh, that's such a romantic movie. Yeah. And we kept stopping it because we didn't like the movie and we were not enjoying oh it. Oh my god, that's and so, so funny. And finally, we were just like, I can't anymore. And we quit on it and we went to bed. And then like the next day I went to see like how much 
we had literally stopped, I think, maybe 10 minutes from the end Before of the movie. it ended, which was the best part of the I movie. I don't fucking remember. <laughs> I only know as I didn't like the movie. You didn't like it? No. Oh, I love that movie. Maybe if I watched it again. I don't, maybe it was a bad Valentine's Day choice. It's not a Valentine's Day movie. <laughs> I understand. It's about killing Nazis. I mean, I could see that being very romantic. And, no. you know, I'm all for it. But maybe not on Valentine's Day. It wasn't a good no. decision. <laughs> It was a bad one. <laughs> I think it was, I think oh, wait, it was the Valentine's so Day before funny. we broke up, so it was, oh, it that's was probably face. coming. <laughs> that's so funny. Mm. Yeah, I don't have one. I don't have a... There's not really one that we celebrate much. No. No. February's mm-hmm. our birthdays and our anniversary more than anything. Mm-hmm. But we also try to like tie it in all together. Mm-hmm. All four of it all together. And just do one nice dinner or something. That's nice. Nope, but I mean, it is leap year, mm-hmm. so we get to do our big celebration. It's your actual anniversary. Actual anniversary, so. We're going to Belize. <laughs> That's fucking right. We're going to Belize. Yep. Wait, when are we going? The end of February. February. Oh, shit. The end of this month. <laughs> That's right. The end of this like, month, we'll be going I to Belize. I think two weeks Yes, <laughs> very quickly. It's going to be awesome. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah. All right. Guys, short episode short about episode. Valentine's Day. I don't want to reflect badly on the book, though, because I still think that... No. We'll have more to talk about when we do the first. Yeah. When we understand yeah. the world more mm-hmm. and aren't just being like, oh, shit. Yeah. <laughs> Look at all these characters. We, we actually had a hard time finding a Valentine's Day book, but then came across this yeah. one, and we just didn't realize that it was in the middle of a series. Oh, kind of knew. And, <laughs> oh, Kalina knew. I didn't know. <laughs> yeah. I knew. Yeah, so we just, we needed something to set the premise of it, and... Mm-hmm. And get this special episode out, so. Yeah. But we are going to, um, before we sign off, read our fun fucks facts. Yeah, we have fun. some fun fuck past. facts about Valentine's Day, guys. Yeah. So this is from 1-800-Flowers.com. Oh, flowers. Those are fun. <laughs> I want more flowers in my life. I should flowers say that. Flowers are fun. I, but yes. <laughs> flowers and plants. All right. Valentine's Day facts. And from us, they're fun. <laughs> <laughs> some of them are some maybe them are fun, maybe? but probably yeah. not. <laughs> Mostly just <laughs> um, every year, more than thirty-six million heart-shaped boxes of chocolate are sold across the country. Mm, that's a mm, lot. Thirty-six a lot. million. That's how much we spend on chocolate heart-shaped boxes. That's, that's crazy. Not how much we spend? But that's how many there how are. How many there are? Each one's like probably close to twenty bucks. That's I a know. fuck ton of money. Sorry. Fact two. Sorry, men. It looks like you'll be spending twice as much as women on gifts. <laughs> the average man spends 130 on Valentine's Day, while women spend about 70 Wow. That's even more than I spend at all. I don't come anywhere near me. No. <laughs> I maybe get a card. <laughs> <laughs> Make you a card? That costs me nothing. <laughs> time and friends don't forget about your pets every year around nine million people buy their pets a valentine's day gift so pancake and saucy are probably gonna get a are they really? piece of meat <laughs> like are they really baloney <laughs> Um, it's the second largest card giving day of the year, just after Christmas. Mm. So, one billion cards are exchanged around the world. Wow. One billion cards for Valentine's Day. Hey, I'm going to take this opportunity to pitch myself if you guys are interested in beautiful handmade cards. Follow Shop Hobo Bee on Instagram. H-O-B-O. Mm-hmm. 
S-H-O-P-H-O-B-O-B-E-E. Yeah. Shop Hobo the, Bee. The Buzz Bee. Mm-hmm. Yes. It's the little... Yep. And the, the, that's a that's a, yep. a place you would go for See, some... that makes her own cards and they're beautiful. Thanks. And you should get them for Valentine's Day. Yay! Although it might be late by the time this episode <laughs> comes out. Yeah. And also... You might only have a day. <laughs> yeah. But there's Christmas and birthdays and all that other that's stuff. True. There's other holidays. So teachers receive the most Valentine's Day cards as they should, followed by kids, mothers, wives, and girlfriends. Well, yeah. Was anyone confused by that stat? I think maybe a lot of people just didn't know. Okay. <laughs> as people frequently refer to this as a Hallmark holiday, it's no no surprise that Hallmark was one of the first to mass produce Valentine's mm-hmm. Day cards mm-hmm. all the way back in 1913. Ooh, I remember So they really those did days. create this holiday. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Make some money. More than one third of men are comfortable not receiving anything from a lover on Valentine's Day. Good, because you're not getting it. <laughs> Sorry, Dan. <laughs> All right, some stuff about flowers, since this is from the uh, 1-800-Flowers website. Look, this is our first advertisement. It's very we really long. are. Nobody's buying very it. Very long advertisement. They should pay us. They should. <laughs> It's estimated that the U.S. alone is going to spend $3.3 billion on flowers oh, shit. this year. Wow. Yeah. All right. The only other day that beats Valentine's Day in floral sales is Mother's, Mother's Day. Day. <laughs> of course. Of course. You gotta do that. Of the 124.6 million households in the U.S., it is predicted that 43 million of them will purchase flowers. Mm-hmm. And of course, what is most likely the flower to be purchased? Roses. Red roses, of course. Mm. They're not my favorites. I love them. You do? Mm-hmm. They're not my favorite flowers, but I do love red roses. Yeah, they're okay. <laughs> I like other things. <laughs> I actually like like pink or white roses better than reds. Really? Oh yeah, they're white. I like whites, but I like reds. They're my favorite favorite. Would you believe that young people are leading the trend in floral sales? What? In 19... Or... <laughs> shit. In 2016, 63% of floral buying households were under the age of 35. What? It's one thing millennials aren't ruining, guys. <laughs> we know what we're fucking doing. Because <laughs> we've killed all the other Everything genres. else. Everything else. But, but we aren't killing... Keeping Valentine's That's Day. right, fucking flowers. <laughs> We still like you. <laughs> That's actually surprising to me. Who says you can't buy your own Valentine's? In no 2015, one. 18% of women sent themselves flowers. Fuck yes, do it. Yeah, I wouldn't send them. I would get myself flowers sure. and put them in a vase. Like, I feel there's something a little me? bit, like, especially like sending them to yourself at the office. Might be when it's like a lot of people are watching. A little bit like, of something that I'm love like. Bill. Well, don't fix <laughs> That would be a bad um, When you're ordering a bouquet, you should have it tied in lace. The word lace comes from the Latin laques, meaning to snare or net, as in to catch a person's heart. Oh. I think that's all. We don't all right, need any guys, more facts, that guys. A... That was our fun fuck facts about Valentine's Day. Lace. Lace. Mm. All right. What are we doing next? So next we will be reading Winning Sky Hunter by 
Jesse Donovan. Jesse Donovan, narrated by Brian Gill. Mm-hmm. I think it's another dragon one. So. I think so. We're ending yeah. this year with dragons because mm-hmm. this is coming. We're coming to the end of our second whole year of yeah, podcasting. This is amazing. So we're real yeah. excited. Yeah. Thank you for sticking with us. Mm-hmm. I hope you guys have you know enjoyed our episodes. Um, I think this is a good episode to follow our last one because our fiftieth was so fucking big that we needed to come down. We did. We needed to. Take a breath, guys. This is an hour left. We can't, <laughs> we can't do that every episode. It's too much. No. Well, we had a ton of fun with Lisa and Corinne. It was, was so lot. good. I had to edit that shit twice. I'm sure. I went through it twice. It was a good, fun episode. But it was you know, And now we're going to take a little breath. Mm-hmm. Enjoy our Valentine's Day mm-hmm. of doing probably nothing with our husbands slash boyfriends slash whatevers. <laughs> And <laughs> then we're going to go off to Belize, which That's is right. way more fun than doing we'll anything do on that. Valentine's Day. <laughs> so we'll see you exactly. guys in a couple weeks. Yep. We'll be reading that Winning Hunter. What? <laughs> That's not it. Winning Sky Hunter. <laughs> Winning Sky Hunter by Jesse Donovan. And we'll see you next time. Mm-hmm. Uh, in the meantime, please feel free to reach out to us. You know, tell us your Valentine's Day stories. That'd be fun. Maybe next year we'll read them. <laughs> Remember last year when you wrote into us? <laughs> right? That would be hilarious. Uh, we'd have to be real organized for that shit to work. But anyway, you can find us on Facebook, Instagram, or Twitter at Shh Dirty Books. And that is Shh with three H's. Or you can just email us at ShDirtyBooks at gmail.com. We'd love to hear from you. Yes, and you can also go to our website at ShDirtyBooks.com and find us on any podcast platform. And yeah, and if you're feeling nice for valentine's day maybe go rate and uh review us on the insta itunes instagram <laughs> not, no, on not on instagram, instagram. <laughs> itunes uh iTunes. we have uh, a couple of reviews on there now it'd be nice to have a couple more so uh you know yep that can be your valentine's day gift to us yay <laughs> and it'll be so great all right guys have a good one thank you you too bye bye yeah, you've been listening to Shh, Reading Dirty Books with Galena and Saylet. Be sure to tune in to the next episode. Get some more of your dirty books read to you. And if you're listening on a format that allows you to give a rating, please do that for them. We'd like to thank Jim Townsend for that sexy music and amazing introduction. <laughs>